Hi everyone, this is your New Testament reading of the day. This is 2 Peter 3, 1-18, the day of the Lord. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Dear friends, this is now my second letter to you. I have written both of them as reminders to stimulate you to a whole some thinking. I want, want you to recall the words spoken in the past by the holy prophets and the command given by our Lord and Savior through their, your prophets, through your apostles. First of all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming? He promised. Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. They deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. By this, these waters, also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the pre present heavens and the earth are reserved for fire being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of ungodly men. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. When the Lord of a day with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish but anyone who come to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth of, the, of everything in it will be laid bare. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. The day will bring about the destruction of heavens by fire and elements with melt in the heat. But in keeping with his promise, we are looking forward to a new heaven and a new earth and the home of righteousness. So then, dear brothers, since you are looking forward to this, make every effort to be found spotless, blameless, and peace with you. Bear in mind that our Lord's patience means salvation. Just as our dear brother Paul also wrote with you the wisdom that God gave him. He writes the same way in all his letters, speaking in, in them as these matters. His letters contain some things that are hard to understand, which ignorant and unstable people distort as they do the other scriptures to their own destruction. Therefore, dear friends, since you already know this, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of lawlessness, lawless men and fall from your secure position, but grow in the grace of knowledge and, on, and of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him the, be glory both now and forever. Amen. So, um, just wanted to let you know that this is the last of... Second Peter, and today we read the last chapter in Second in First Kings. So tomorrow, Second Kings, we start, and uh, tomorrow we'll start with First John. Have a good day. God bless you. Good morning, everyone, and I hope you had a good evening last night. Um, this is Scott Lutz, and today we are in 
in First Kings 22, 1-53, Micaiah prophesies against Ahab is the first part of the scripture. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. For three years there was no war between Aram and Israel. But in the third year, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, went down to see the king of Israel. The king of Israel had said to his officials, Don't you know that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us, and yet we are doing nothing to retake it from the king of Aram? So he asked Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to fight against Ramoth Gilead? Jehoshaphat replied to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. Jehoshaphat also said to the king of Israel, First seek the counsel of the Lord. So the king of Israel brought together the prophets, about 400 men, and asked them, Shall I go to war against Ramoth Gilead, or, or shall I refrain? Go, they answered, for the Lord will give it to into the king's hand. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there not a prophet of the Lord here whom he, we can inquire of? The king of Israel answered Jehoshaphat, There is still one man through whom we can acquire, inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, he, because he never prophesies anything good about me, but always bad. He is Micaiah, son of Imlah. The king should not say that, Jehoshaphat replied. So the king of Israel called one of his officials and said, Bring Micaiah, son of Imlah, at once. Dressed in their royal robes, the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, were sitting on their thrones at the threshing floor by the entrance of the gate of Samaria, with all the prophets prophesying before them. Now Zedekiah, son of Kenah, had made iron horns, and he declared, This is what the Lord says. With these you will gore the Arameans till they are destroyed. All the other prophets were prophesying the same thing. Attack Ramoth Gilead and be victorious, they said, for the Lord will give it into the king's hand. The messenger who had gone to summon Micaiah said to him, Look at one as one Man, the other prophets are predicting success for the king. Let your word agree with theirs and speak favorably. But Micaiah said, As surely as the Lord lives, I can tell him only what the Lord tells me. When he arrives, the king asks him, Micaiah, shall we go to, re to war against Ramoth, Gilead, or shall I refrain? Attack and be victorious, he answered, for the Lord will give it into the king's hand. The king said to him, how many times must I make you swear to tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? Then Micaiah answered, I saw all Israel scattered in the hills like sheep, without a shepherd. And the Lord said, These people have no master, yet each one goes home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you that he never prophesied anything good about me, but only bad? Micaiah continued, Therefore hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne with all his hosts of heaven, standing around him on his right and on his left. And the Lord said, Who will entice Ahab into attacking Ramoth Gilead and go, going to his death there? 
One suggests this and another that. Finally, a spirit came forward, stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. By what means, the Lord asked, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouths of his, all his prophets, he said. You will succeed enticing him, said the Lord. Go and do it. So now the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets of yours. The Lord has decreed disaster for you. Then Zedekiah, son of Keniah, went up and slapped Micaiah in the face. With what, what, which why did the spirit from the Lord go when he went from me to speak to you, he asked. Micaiah replied, you will find it on the day you go to hide in the inner room. The, the king of Israel then ordered, take Micaiah and send him back to Ammon, the ruler in the city, to, and to Joash, Joash the king's son, and say, This is what the king says. Put this fellow in prison and give him nothing but bread and water until I return safely. Micaiah declared, If you ever return safely, the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, Mark my words, all you people. Ahab killed at Ramoth Gilead. So the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat king of Judah went out to Ramoth Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will enter the battle in disguise, but you wear your royal robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself and went into battle. Now the king of Aram had ordered his 32 chariot commanders, Do not fight with anyone small or great except the king of Israel. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they thought, Surely this is the king of Israel. So they turned to attack him. But when Jehoshaphat cried out, the chariot commanders saw that he was not the king of Israel and stopped pursuing him. But someone drew his bow at random and hit the king of Israel between the second sections of his armor. The king told his chariot driver, wheel around and get me out of the fighting. I have been wounded. All day long, the battle raged and the king was propped up in the chariot facing the Armenians. The blood from his womb ran onto the floor of the chariot, and that evening he died. As the sun was setting, a cry spread through the army, every man to his own, to every man to his town, every one to his land. So the king died and was brought to Samaria, and they buried him there. They washed the ch chariot at a pool in Samaria where the prostitutes bathed, and the dogs licked up his blood as the word of the Lord had declared. As for the other events of Ahab's reign, including all he did, the palace he built and inlaid with ivory, and the cities he fortified, and they are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Ahab rested with his fathers, and Ahaziah his son succeeded him as king. Jehoshaphat king of Judah. Jehoshaphat son of Asa became king of Judah in the fourth year of Ahab, king of Israel. Jehoshaphat was 33 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 25 years. His mother's name was Azubah, daughter of Shilhai. In everything he, everything, he walked in the ways of his father Asa and, and did not stray from them. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. The high places, however, were not removed, and the people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Jehoshaphat was also at peace with the king of Israel. 
As for the other events of Jehoshaphat's reign, the things he achieved, and his military exploits, are they not written in the book of the annals of the king of Judah? He rid the land of the rest of the male shrine prostitutes who, who remained even after the reign of his father Asa. There was, there was then no king in Edom, a deputy, a deputy ruler ruled. Now Jehoshaphat built a fleet of trading ships to go to Ufer for gold, and they never set sail. They were attacked at Izion Geber, and at that time Ahaziah, son of Ahab, said to Jehoshaphat, Let my, let my men sail with your men. But Jehoshaphat refused. Then Jehoshaphat rested with his fathers and was buried with them in the city of David with his father. And Jehoram, his son, succeeded him as king. Ahaziah, king of Israel. Ahaziah, son of Ahab, became king of Israel in Samaria in the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat, king of Judah. And he reigned over Israel two years. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, because he walked in the ways of his father and mother, and in the ways of Jeroboam, king of Nab son of Nabat, and in the ways of Jer and the ways of Jeroboam, king of Nab son of Nabat, who caused Israel to sin. He served and worshipped Baal and provoked the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger, just as his father had done. Let's go ahead and head to the New Testament reading.